0: Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a free 30-day trial when you visit www.audibletrial.com slash teacherrecharge. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Visit audibletrial.com slash teacherrecharge today. My name is Fred Kepp. I'm the host of the Teacher Recharge podcast Let's get this episode going. Get up, get up, get up, get up, get up, get up. Hello, Teacher Recharge listeners, welcome back to another edition of the Teacher Recharge Podcast, the only podcast on the internet hosted by me, Fred Kep. And today is a brand new type of episode. It is a solo episode, so it's just me. Now, this is how this happens. Usually, I record my episodes well in advance. So I have tons of episodes to work with and I just kind of plug them in week by week. But sometimes I run out of those episodes and then I get really stressed trying to find new and awesome content to bring... Content to bring you guys, which is great. I am, I'm at this moment, I'm talking to uh, quite a few people about coming on. And if you're listening to this and want to be a guest on the show, I'd love to hear you. Just um, email me at teacherrechargepodcast at gmail.com. But every once in a while, I I have these weeks where it's kind of like a trans transition week. And I wanted to have a format that I can go to in case that happens. And voila fred solo cup was created so today it'll be me and you for about 20 minutes i'm excited about this i think i got a lot of good stuff we have tons of random brand new sponsors to talk to you about and this is going to be a great show so enjoy hit up that transition music What up? What up? What up? How are you doing? This is the first ever episode of the solo format. So it'll just be you and me and the mic for the next 20 minutes. Okay, that was way over the top, but (laughs) we're gonna have some fun today. I got a lot of stuff I'd like to get through. And I think I have some valuable stuff that you could take into the week ahead of you. So, First thing is first, I just want to get straight into it, confidence and finding your why. Now, this has been something that has really been going in the back of my head lately. So I'm 25, and I'm sure a lot of the listeners to this podcast are young as well. And that is awesome. Good for you. You're young. You're trying to make a difference. You're teaching kids. That's great. But sometimes you're going to get a parent that calls you. You're going to get a parent that comes up to you and says something outrageous. You're going to have a colleague that comes up to you and is judging the way you are doing things, not giving tips. There's a huge difference between judgment and constructive criticism. And sometimes that is going to happen. Not everybody is going to think your teaching style or your teaching method is amazing. Well, what do we do? when that happens, because that can really, especially for our young teachers out there and for me myself, when that happens, it really sometimes makes me second guess what I'm really doing. Like, is what I'm doing actually having an impact? Am I actually on the right course? Have my teachers that have taught me all of this stuff, have I learned things from them? Have I actually gained the insight necessary to teach these children? What do you do in that confidence kind of starts to cave. I'm going to tell you a couple things that I've been able to do over the past few weeks, because this has really been a big thing this semester for me. For some reason, I've had parents on my teams come up and talk to me. I've had uh, other coaches, you know, putting their two cents in when maybe they shouldn't. And it's not always bad, you know, I mean, there is that constructive criticism that really helps. And I'm, I'm always open to that. Always, always, always. But there's also a line where they're trying to tell you what to do. And that can really, really drive. I mean, personally, it drives my confidence down because it says, oh, well, the people above me maybe don't trust what I'm doing or the parents on this team that I'm coaching don't really trust what I'm doing with their kid. And that can really start to weigh in your mind. And before we go on, I just want to mention that I'm not going to edit this at all. So there might be some ums, there might be some so's, likes, all that stuff. Bear with me a bit. But I wanted just to give you a cold, hard Fred. That's why it's called Fred Solo Cup. I'm on the name. Like, I don't know. It's such an easy name. It's such an easy play on words, but whatever. Anyways, confidence. So me personally if someone is coming up and telling me that what I'm doing isn't what they want me to do, right? So I have a couple things that I go through if someone comes up to me. So a parent comes up and says, hey, you didn't play my daughter. This is happening. I want to see changes, blah, blah, blah. I have a couple things that go through my mind. First, do I have any reason to listen to what this person is saying? Like what, what value are they bringing to me? are they way more experienced than me? Are they one of my best friends? Are they one of my family members? Are they? Do they fall into that group of people that I actually will listen to when it comes to seeking advice? Are they a boss? So that's one thing. The next thing is, are they asking me to do something that goes against my moral beliefs? And I talk about this when I go to schools and I and I Talk to students is I tell them, look, we have to set moral standards that help us become the person that we want to be. And I would be a fool if I said that to students and I didn't preach it myself. Right. So if someone is coming up to me and judging what I'm doing and saying, hey, you're not doing this right, I want to see changes, blah, 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 like those two things come into my mind. And I think to myself, I say, well, Maybe what they're asking me doesn't align with my views, like as far as my moral views. So not a tactical thing or not a classroom management thing that maybe could be a tip or constructive criticism, but instead they're telling me, look, for example, in this example I brought up, like you need to play my daughter more. It's like that doesn't really, that doesn't really mesh well with my moral Beliefs, because if your daughter, you know, she's she's not there in practice. She doesn't know. Oh, maybe your daughter's not working as hard. Maybe your daughter isn't coming to practice. Maybe I took your daughter out to to give way for someone else because we were in the lead and we didn't need your daughter to play. So one of those things could be uh uh be be the reason why those things are kind of happening there. And as a parent, she really doesn't know. Also, your colleagues, same kind of thing. But those all are around that kind of moral belief there. It's like, okay, well, these are the things I'm not willing to budge on. And I'm going to be very confident in those things that I'm not willing to budge on. I think that's super important, because that's going to give you that that foundation that you can then build a house on. So you've build that foundation, you put that foundation down, which is your morals, your moral compass, your moral beliefs, your moral standards, as I say. And then I'm refusing to settle for anything less than those standards. I'm not going to play your daughter more just because you come and try and intimidate me. That's not how that works. Uh, that kind of goes against what I'm saying. Now, if she comes up and she says, hey, Fred, maybe these are a couple ways you could get your, your girl's attention better." All right, now I'm listening because this isn't a moral thing anymore. This is a strategy. This is a tip. This is kind of what this podcast alone is is made for. You know, it's one of those things we're all trying to grow always, and that's great. Uh, so so there's that fine line there. And I think that's very important that you set those moral standards so that you can have that sturdy foundation to grow off of. Another thing that I'd like to mention is this thing called a self-care wheel. Now, a couple weeks ago, actually it was about a month and a half ago, I started going to counseling, uh, to, to therapy. And it was because I have a lot of anxiety and I feel like you can probably tell that in my voice. So like everything's going pretty well in my life. Nothing's like crazy or whatever, but I just kind of wanted to see if there were some techniques and stuff that I could do and, and take part in to manage some of that anxiety. And um and so I started going and there was, I was introduced to this thing called a self-care wheel, a self-care wheel. And basically what it is is it's this wheel chart and it has psychological, emotional, spiritual, personal, professional and physical as different parts of the chart, so different pies if you will in the chart pieces of pie in the chart. And what you do is you go through and you put down what you're doing or what you want to do in every single one of those, um, one of those uh, subjects. Okay, so like physical, so I want to, I want to work out three times a week, I want to do more cardio, I want to, you know, whatever, I want to lose 10 pounds, whatever your goals are there, whatever you're already doing, you put in that. Okay, psychological, same thing, emotional, spiritual, personal, professional, all the same thing. And what's really interesting is they mesh together. So like in six – so there's six, there's six uh, sections and I think in five out of the six of them, I had writing as one of them. And I wasn't writing like at all. It's just something I've wanted to do. I, I used to write in college and it really made me feel good. And so I started writing a little bit more, and long and behold, anxiety starts to go down. Things like that start to go down, and it kind of helps you set goals in all of those different parts of life, which really helps you build on that sturdy foundation that you built with those moral standards. So we're starting to build the house now. And then, that doesn't cover the question of, and this is what I'll leave with before we go to the break, is what do you do when someone who you have respected or someone that you do respect still, because they're a great coach or because they're a great teacher or because they're someone you just look up to, what do you do when they come and give you what would technically be considered bad criticism? What do we do with that? Well, that's a really hard question. That's a really hard question. But chances are, in my experience... That if someone you respect is coming to you and telling you something, it is not because they don't want you to succeed. So maybe they are phrasing it incorrectly. Maybe they're just not phrasing it in a way that is constructive to you. In which case, if you are receptive to what they're listening, or what what they're saying, I'm sorry, if you're receptive to what they're saying to you, then you're probably, you're probably you're par- you're probably able to talk with those people as well. You're probably able to converse with them. Yes, so they come up to you, say something, and it makes you feel a certain way that is like blowing your confidence and whatnot. Well, maybe you say, "Hey, that kind of that kind of affected me. Like, could you explain a little better? Uh, because honestly, that kind of messed with my mind a bit. Like that that kind of kind of." brought me down a bit and that is okay to say and if you feel like you can't do that that's when you have to go back on it and say okay well then if if I feel like I can't talk to them then should I really be listening to what they're saying are they really someone that has my best interest in mind because if if you don't feel like it's reciprocate like you can reciprocate that conversation then maybe that's not a very healthy symbiotic relationship if you will okay so That's a good first half of the episode. I feel like that's a pretty good topic. I'd love to hear what you have to say about this and continue this conversation on the Facebook page. That's Fred Motivates uh, on the Twitter Teacher Recharge and also on the Instagram Teacher Recharge. I'd love to hear from anybody about this. Uh, That would be fantastic. We can use the hashtag self-care Fred or hashtag Fred Solo Cup, either one of those. That would be great. Uh, We're going to take a quick break, come back after the... message with a short story, and then we will be out. All right. See you. Today's podcast is brought to you by my very own Fred Motivates shop. Visit fredmotivates.com slash shop and purchase the acknowledge someone t-shirt, the acknowledge someone baseball tee, or the table of love logo mug, And use the code TEACHERRECHARGE at checkout to receive 10% off your entire purchase. 10% off your entire purchase. That's fredmotivates.com slash shop using the code TEACHERRECHARGE at checkout. When you do that, you support this podcast and you support my love and success message, which you can also find out more about on that website. You support that getting into more schools and impacting more kids around the country. fredmotivates.com slash shop. Today's podcast is also brought to you by the sit down soundboard. Sit down soundboard is the only soundboard designed with your class management in mind. It is surround sound. It takes about 30 minutes to install around your classroom. And all you have to do is just press a button and over 42 phrases. 42. That's the secret to life. Phrases can be chosen from to manage your classroom. You can also record your own phrases in your own words, such as sit down or be quiet, kids, or hey, you kids. <laughs> This is so dumb. By the way, this is totally not a sponsor. Hey you kids. Cut that out. <laughs> the sit down soundboard. You can get a lot of trouble with this. <laughs> Visit probablynotasponsor.com to receive and use the code teacher recharge at checkout to receive 100% off your order. Oh my goodness, I can't even remember what website. Probably not a sponsor.com to get your sit down soundboard today. Back to the show. <laughs> and we're back. Wow, what a sponsor that was. That second one there, the sit down soundboard. Interesting. It's my favorite time of the year, though. Favorite time of my life. It is story time. Boom! Ja, 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 ja. Story time. This is the part of the show, if you never listen, where usually my guests will just tell a story. They'll have the floor, and I'll just sit down, shut up, and I you won't need the sit-down soundboard to take control of me. I'll just do it on my own accord. But today, since I don't have a guest, it is me. I am the story teller for story time. So Fred Kev, you have the floor. Why thank you so much. So I have to tell you something a bit tragic and I just want this to hopefully go into your week uh, to where you're kind of thinking about this as we go on because I think at this part of the year the little things can be kind of swept under the rug and I think it's very important as educators, as teachers, as coaches, um, as influencers in you know, our students' lives that we kind of look into this thought of, look, the little things matter. What we say, sentence to sentence to our students matters, right? It matters so much. And I don't think I have to go on about that. But here's a couple things that I've heard from way too many students and ex-students, right? So I've heard from Multiple people from multiple schools, from multiple school districts all over the nation. How they have had a teacher that has told them at some point that they weren't going to make it. That they weren't going to do something. That they weren't going to be able to succeed in some way. And that is really getting to me. One of my friends here in Wichita told me that in high school she had a teacher that told her she wasn't going to reach graduation. Her GPA was too low and she wouldn't go to college and it wasn't a, oh, you're not going to make, you're not going to reach graduation because you're just not putting in any effort and you're you're just the laziest person and blah, blah. It wasn't used as like a tactic. It was used as a literally, you are too dumb to graduate. And hearing that, At first, I didn't believe it. But there are other people that went to school with her that heard this teacher say this stuff. And I don't know the teacher's name, and I would never call out anybody. But I have heard since that young lady told me what happened to her in high school, I have heard numerous accounts of people going through similar issues, similar things. And I want you to make sure that those little things are taken care of. You're not killing your students' dreams. Even if they might not be the brightest bean in the bucket, you know? Even if they're a talkative person. Look, I was very talkative in high school. Very talkative. I probably got on tons of my teacher's nerves, right? I probably got under their skin so much. But now, now, yeah, I get paid to talk, right? I'm doing something with that communication style. I've turned it into a leadership sort of thing because I had educators, I had teachers that saw that and they didn't condemn me because I talked all the time. Instead, they saw that and they said, hey, you are a leader. Like we respect that. And yes, it's annoying sometimes. And yes, sometimes we have to rein it in. But at the end of the day, we want to craft, they saw an opportunity to craft me into a leader that I could be. And by the way, that girl not only graduated high school, but she went to college, got a degree, and is now working for the news agency here in town. So she's pretty successful. And... It's very interesting. Sometimes I tell my students, sometimes I'll tell my my players or my students, I'll will t- tell them, "Look, you can't succeed." But then it's always followed up with, "You can't succeed. Now you've had someone tell you you can't succeed, so now go and succeed so that when you do succeed, you can just turn around and tell everybody behind you that, "Hey, I had haters." You know, like I had people that told me I couldn't do it. Even though you know I'm rooting for you 100%, it just it it sounds cooler when you actually succeed to be able to say, "Oh, like But don't actually go out there and do that. Like, my goodness, don't mean it. Look, even if they seem like they're completely hopeless, you have a chance to impact that student's life. Take that chance. Focus on the little things. Yes, don't try and make huge strides with them. If they have an F now, they're probably not going to have an A next week. But can we get them to turn in one assignment? You know, can we get them to come and talk to us, come to tutoring one time out of the week? That's what I want to see. That's what I want to hear about. And that is my story for the week. It's about 22 minutes into the episode. If you want to follow this podcast, On Twitter, you can follow it at Teacher Recharge. You can also message me on there. You can message me on that on the Instagram as well, which is at Teacher Recharge as well. On Facebook, you can find me at Fred Motivates. Fred Motivates. So it's not Teacher Recharge. It's under my business's name, Fred Motivates. If you'd like to bring the love and success approach to your school, you can go to fredmotivates.com to learn more about that. We can get on a call and I can talk to you about that. I can also interview you for the podcast as well, which would be fantastic. Uh, And and you can go on to fredmotivates.com whenever you'd like. Send me a message. It would be great. You can also tell me about topics or different people you want to see on this particular show. By emailing me at teacherrechargepodcast at gmail.com. Once again, teacherrechargepodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. And I'm just going to add the challenge in here right now. So every week I give you a challenge to take into the week to impact your students and give them motivation, give you motivation, and hopefully help you through the week on a high note every day. My challenge to you is to take care of those little things. Could you do the self-care will? It takes about 10 minutes. You go through and you'll figure out some wonderful things. So my challenge to you, do that self-care wheel and pay attention to the little things that you're saying to your students and to your players and to your whoever you have an impact on. How, whoever you have that opportunity to impact, pay attention to those little things this week. Look, it's been fantastic getting to talk to you today. And I hope you have a fantastic week I hope to hear from you, teacher recharge podcast at gmail.com. And until next week, much love.